live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible, and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be sharing this topic with you. It's basically my entire new business direction, and that is how I run my business and travel the world. I have been running my business for 14 years. I've been traveling the world solo or as an adult since I was 18, uh, so 18 years, and I do both at the same time. And I think it is a bit of living the dream and Also, I want to share the reality of what that looks like and the choices that I make in order to do this. Um, I do not call myself a digital nomad. I have been featured in articles about digital nomads, but I don't uh, associate with that title. I run my business from anywhere and everywhere. I'm currently at home on the Gold Coast in Australia. Uh, This is uh, where I guess my This is predominantly my office uh, in the middle of my house with a bit of an echo, sorry to my producer, and that is, uh, yeah, that's, but I'm not here. I don't know, maybe I'm here like 40% of the time. (laughs) I'm really, I work from cafes, I work from other people's houses, I work from other offices, I work from my car, I work from my phone, I work on a laptop, I do typing, I do voice notes. I work from Ibiza, Hawaii, London, Austin, Texas, uh, Bahamas. Uh, No, I couldn't actually get internet there, actually. That's a lie. I did actually have a holiday because I just couldn't get online. I would have if I could have. But I have written about it and I love this life. And I choose to travel and I will always choose to travel. It is my number one, um, the thing that I work towards travel is my passion uh, and it's freedom is my highest value. So to me, being able to travel where I want, when I want is, is freedom and running my business. However I want is freedom. And it's been how I've done it since day dot, Uh, but it's changed over the years. And I'd love to share that. So, you know, this actual, this episode stems from an article I wrote five years ago um, on this topic. And yeah, somebody asked me a few months ago, what is it that I'm known for? A coach asked me, what am I known for? Like, what do people come to me for? And at the time it was personal brand, but that's because I have told people about me uh, and personal branding and 
that's been my focus. But what people really come to me for is business. How do I run a business? How do I do this in my business? How do I uh, grow my business? How do I show up more in my business? Um, how do I run, you know, a side business as well as doing my job? Uh, I get asked about business a lot and people know me as a business owner. And I also get asked about travel. How do I travel so much is the main question. How do I do it all? I don't. <laughs> that's the question I get. How do I uh, how, how do I get to this country? What do I do when I'm in that country? What do I pack? What luggage do I buy? How do I travel with my child? It's the newest one. Um, how do I entertain them on a flight for 15 hours? I can answer all of that. And um, I can quite confidently and competently say that I am an expert in both those things. And so I've combined the two. And, you know, my mission is to help entrepreneurs who want to travel more and live a life they love. I mean, if travel isn't like your highest priority or it's something you just like to do a little bit more of, that's fine too. I don't expect anyone to travel the volume that I travel (laughs) domestically or internationally. Um, But if you are looking at some of the travel that I'm doing or travel that others are doing and thinking, oh my gosh, how can I do that? And, oh, it's lucky for them. And they just must have this. Um, no, there's um, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's going to be pretty hard in one episode to tell you everything. But, you know, I, I really want to set this up. I mean, this is what we're going to talk about on the podcast. I can pull this apart and tell you many, many pieces over the next few years uh, forever that what this is all about. But today I want to give you a little summary and I really will refer to the article. So I'll put that in the show notes, how I run my business and travel the world. Um, It was published in February, 2018. Oh my goodness. And it's uh, all about, um, uh, it was on She Defined. And so basically, you know, as I said, my passion, my passion is travel and I have built my working life around it. And I've been able to run my business, um, formerly Lovely Communications. Now I work as Emma Lovell. I've been able to operate it remotely from my phone and my laptop, uh, which I call my office uh, from multiple places around the world. But, you know, I think the thing is it's when I'm working and and running the business and, you know, there's times where I'm, I'm like I would do more work, 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 work as much as I could, sometimes working 16-hour days, and then I'd piss off for seven weeks, um, which is what the photos in this episode, in this article are from uh, Italy. My husband and I went away for a seven-week trip uh, to two weddings, one in the US and then one in the UK, and we made a huge trip out of it, went to eight countries in seven weeks. I had the most amazing time. And, you know, other people as well, they ask how how do we do that travel? Like They understand now that maybe I can run my business, but how does Matt do it? And Matt, my husband, uh, works at SeaWorld as a diver. He literally dives with the sharks. He's a, a marine bi- biologist by education and then um, an aquarist at the job he does. So that means working with animals, um, marine life, and he drives boats as well. And so fortunately with uh, the work at SeaWorld is he used to be on an eight-day fortnight. So there's less days to have to try and get off. But also um, he never takes leave. Uh, he does now with our son, but he used to never take leave. So he would accrue a lot. And then he would also be able to um, bank holidays. And so SeaWorld opened 364 days a year. So um, they, I think, allow people, you know, because it opens so much, it's not like everybody takes annual leave at Christmas or anything. 
Uh, so yeah, he had banked up a lot of leave. He also banks leave in terms of they have a toil system where if you work, say, on Easter and you get paid double time and a half, he would get paid his normal day and he'd bank a day and a half. So he had like 20 bank days as well. So he got paid the entire 49 days that we were away, which was pretty incredible. Um, I do not get paid while I'm away and I'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. Um, I do now. I earn money as I go. I don't always have, uh, but I have to do the work to earn the money. I had to do the work to earn the money and now I do actually have um, – some incredible passive income or, you know, sales come through from, from all the marketing, the work that I've done. So I do actually earn money while I'm away, which is incredible uh, with a lot less effort. And that's amazing. So that's where my business has transitioned, but yeah, I just want to say like traveling the world and running a business, it's not all lying in beaches. Um, well, as I dreamily tap away on my laptop, as you would see in so many photos, um, it, it involves planning, it involves discipline, at times it involves sacrifices. Um, but for me, the opportunity to work remotely offer like far outweighs any of these challenges. And um, yeah, I've just, I've just loved it. So a few key points um, that I'll touch on uh, is plan. <laughs> you have to plan. If you know you're going to go away and you want to work while you're away, you have to plan. And so you've got to understand where you're going to work and how you're going to do it. So my calendar is my best friend. Um, it's also my worst nightmare sometimes, but it's, I don't do anything without my calendar. Everything has to go in there. Otherwise it will not happen. And I use, you know, like timesheets and task lists and um, take a lot of notes to prioritize my workload. I now also have an OBM who supports me and I've had VAs over the last three years to help me with managing that. Um, and I'm looking at getting in more of an, a sort of EA assistant role because yeah, the calendar is so important to me. So gatekeeping and managing that calendar so that I can build in rest and have time to deliver the work that I need to deliver is so important. So I look ahead at my travel itinerary and I carve out the periods of time where I'm going to work and then the leisure time. So that's how I did it more when I was doing sort of like copywriting and content work or um, social media training, the way that I work now some of my clients I do, you know, one call a month. And so I can choose to have a call with them while I'm away. I just have to work out time zones or, um, you know, it's more about now about launches and when I launch things and working around other people's, I've started to work around uh, my schedule, but looking at the calendar year and going, oh, it's school holidays. Um, no one's around or, Oh, three other people are running events at this time and I also want to attend them. And so like the last seven weeks for me have been really hectic and I'm just looking at the next year. I'm like, okay, well, what are the things that are on that I know about that I want to go to? What are the things that I want to run? And when are the the holidays and the public holidays that I never used to look at? Um, yeah, so that was a big one. I mean, as well, I always, I've worked digitally, so I've always delivered my work via Word or um Excel spreadsheets or through platforms for the client. So, um, you know, I do only just need my laptop. For me, communication is key. So we've got number one plan, two, communication is key. I've always been very clear about how I work with my clients and that I've got my laptop and my phone and that's my office. So it doesn't really matter where I am just because I'm sitting on a beautiful beach in Mexico or I'm cycling around the temples of Cambodia. It does not mean that I'm not ready to work. So I tell people where I'm going to be, what times I'll be available and to manage their expectations. And I also try to set, try to set achievable deadlines 
um, with my colleagues and with my clients. Um, and then once that deadline is there, I just have to knuckle down and do the work. Um, you know, and, you know, throughout this time I'm trying to launch, you know, I, I rebranded whilst doing seven weeks of, of crazy travel to conferences and um, running photo shoots and things like that and back and forth to Sydney and Melbourne, I still managed to get a rebrand done. And that's because we blocked out the time and uh, we upped the communication with my team and we made it happen. And sometimes it was sitting in bed at midnight doing something, but we got it done and that's the sacrifice part. But discover what your business needs are. So people would sometimes say to me, but you're on holiday. What are you doing working? And it's like, well, I'm not a nine to fiver. I'm not in a corporate job. Like I said, even for my husband, we don't get four weeks annual leave a year. I don't get any leave. I have to choose the leave. So I would rather do a few hours of work while I'm away and get to be in a beautiful place or get to be in a different place or get to visit my family. I'd rather do that. And when I say travel as well, I don't mean just big gallivanting trips. I mean, you know, I'm going, the travel I've done in the last seven weeks has been Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney. Like sometimes it just means working from my dad's house or working from a friend's house in Melbourne or, you know, having to work in the airport for the day. That's travel too. You know, it might be working from a friend's house an hour and a half away. Um, that's also travel to me. So I get the flexibility to work wherever I want to and to be able to do other things. So say I need to go to Brisbane for a lunch. I will just go up there early, work from there and then have the lunch so that I'm not eating into my day. Uh, so travel, you know, at 6am or 7am so that I'm there earlier and then travel out of peak hours as well. Hello, my name's Kate Toon and I'm the founder of Stay Tuned, a collection of digital education companies. I've had the pleasure of working with Emma Lovell on a number of different occasions. Not only was she MC at my in-person book launch event, she also helped me out on the virtual launch too. I've enjoyed photo shoots with her and Jade, and she's an excellent speaker and presenter. I chose Emma because she is just so full of beans. She brings life, energy, and enjoyment to wherever and whatever she does. So, yep, she's highly recommended. Due to, to other people's working styles, they can't fathom that I'd have, you know, ever having to work on their holiday but for me, it's the working arrangement is the reason that I'm able to travel so frequently. And when I'm traveling with um, Matthew, my husband, um, we always have the discussion before we go about how I'm going to fit the work into the holiday. Um, and then he's aware of when I have to work or complete something or and when I'm available. So I generally I'll ask for one to two hours a day of quiet time. And sometimes that's at 10 p.m. Sometimes it's at 6 a.m. Sometimes it's over lunch and he can use that time to nap or go for a walk or go on the internet or do whatever he wants. It really doesn't impact our time together at all. And um, we still do so many amazing things. Like one of the best times was when we were in Italy. I would wake up at six or seven. I'd say, I don't care what you do for the next three or four hours, but I've got to work. I really enjoyed that alone time. (laughs) We were in Rome and I would just work for three or four hours and then he would go for coffee or do whatever he wanted. And then we'd have the rest of the day to enjoy. And I basically earned the money for the day in those hours in the morning. Um, that's That works for us. Some people think that's their idea of hell, but I actually really enjoyed having some quiet time, getting to be sit and look out a beautiful window while I worked and then get to enjoy the city and have a great time. Um, and that time zone thing really worked, worked well, which is my next point. Know your time zone and uh, the clock app 
on my phone is basically my lifesaver. I use it almost every day because of all my um, family and colleagues and, and some clients around the world. So wherever I'm going, I add that new time zone into the app. And so then I know, I always know um, where they are and where I'm up to. I used to um, keep my laptop on Sydney, Australia time. And so because I found the majority of my clients were still on that time zone. And so I always knew the time at a glance, uh, but I don't wear a watch now. Um, and so sometimes I got caught out with that in Canada and, and missed a bus because my laptop was charging. So um, that was a bit tricksy. Oh, I hadn't changed my watch either. So yeah just using the clock app. Uh, but also just remember because it's 1am your time doesn't mean you can't work. I used to make clients gasp in horror when they found out that I was working at that time. But when I'm traveling, I would sometimes work at midnight to 2am and then I'd sleep till 10. Like I was in Austin, Texas. And that's just what I chose to do. I was, I could do whatever I wanted. It, that's my choice. But good internet is crucial. And, um, Sometimes I find I get better internet when I'm overseas, to be honest. I've had dongles in India that work better than here. And so, yeah, internet is just, ugh, it's an obvious one, but you can't always guarantee the internet. So there's been times where I have, um, yeah, needed to get something uploaded and it's been on deadline and I haven't been able to. So knowing that when you have good internet, use it, because if you move to another place, you might not get it. Um, also making use of things like Dropbox and Google Drive to upload photos and large files when the internet is reliable because you don't know if it will be. Like sometimes I have internet, but it just can't do the big stuff. I've even had times where I can't even load up things on Instagram. It's just too needs too much high um, internet. So just thinking about that. And I would always spend money on a good phone plan. Um, I have Vodafone and um I pay $5 a day in most countries, majority of countries, to use my phone while overseas. So if I'm on a 30-day trip, it's $150 extra for that month. I still have the same phone number. I use my phone as normal. And then if I really, really need to, I just switch on my hotspot um, and use it. Uh, Wi-Fi is better, but I have the option to do that if I really need to. And, um, yeah, I've always got my phone on me. And then, yeah, a little sacrifice goes a long way. So... Once I was in um, Hawaii and I told my friends I'd be leaving the pool to go for a few hours and do client calls. Um, I was at the time contracting to a travel company and I'd call people and talk to them about their fundraising and their training and, um, yeah, and just get to talk about travel uh, and get paid for it and help them support them to uh, or sell them onto the trips. It was great. Um, it was three or four hours, again, pay for my day. And my friends were horrified and, and profusely protested that I was leaving. But I explained to them, you know, yeah, like if I could just do a three hours now, um, I, that's my day paid for. And, you know, quite frankly, I'd had enough of lying by the pool. <laughs> We'd done it most of the day. So I went up to our room, which was positioned just above the pool, overlooking the ocean, got my laptop out and made calls whilst looking out over the stunning, beautiful beaches of Big Island, Hawaii, getting paid, making phone calls, having a chat. I mean, it's not about the day at the office, is it? Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> so just weigh up and decide what's important to you. So is enjoying another cocktail and, um, you know, lazing by the pool more important or is doing a couple of hours of work and not feeling stressed about having a delicious dinner that night at sunset more important to you uh, for me? 
I know what I chose. And, uh, you know, the days when you're away for a long, long time, and I'd been away that that time, I was away for four months. And I can tell you, I went on a trip. I travelled around, I can't even tell you how many countries, at least 10, uh, for, 16, for, for four months. So I was away for four months. I went to about 10 countries. I spent $16,000 on that whole entire trip, which looking back is very reasonable. I stayed with lots of friends. That's a story for another day, how I, how I do the travel as well. But um, staying with friends and saving money in ways. But I made $9,000. So that four months away only cost me $7,000. And the great thing when I'm away is I'm on, I capture every single dollar. I am aware of every single dollar that I'm spending. I think at times I spend more money at home because I'm not as conscious of it and I just think there'll be more money. When I'm away, I'm very conscious of um, the money that I have and the money that I'm bringing in. So, of course, there's a downside. Um there's always a downside and you've got to think about these things when you're running your business and traveling the world. Um, as I said earlier, there's no holiday pay. Um, so it's up to you to manage your time, your workload. And um, if you are going to take a month or two off, you have to budget for that or um, do as I used to do and work, 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 and then take the time off. Um superannuation is up to you and that's been a problem for me um, over the years. It's something I'm really focused on now, but it's not something that I was interested in. I bought an investment property, but I, uh, which was fantastic and has been great for me, but I have not contributed to super consistently and it's something that I'm looking into and working towards now. Um, and that's up to you and, and something that's just a freelancer, contractor, small business point, uh, which doesn't really affect matter to travel, but it it does matter to travel. So um, it can be early mornings and late nights. So because the time zones and if you're trying to meet for a client, you know, you might have a a. 5am call, you might have to stay up till 12. Um, So yeah, you've got to be prepared to work at inconvenient hours potentially. Um, Payment is not swift. Um, That's just a freelancer contractor thing sometimes. So sometimes, you know, I'm away traveling, client hasn't paid. Uh, That has changed a lot in my business now. I do take upfront payments and because I charge more on a program, consulting, coaching rate, I do charge upfront, but that was a problem for a long time and continues to be a problem in the um, writing and sort of, yeah, delivery, digital delivery world. So I hope that changes um, because it's not pleasant. Income fluctuates. So for me, um, this has always been the case, a bit of feast or famine. Sometimes it's great and then sometimes it's three months where there's no money. So obviously if you've planned a trip and there's no money, then that's hard. So you kind of, I guess, have to look at the long term. But I'm also highly motivated by travel, so I tend to manifest more work so that I can pay for that trip. And then, of course, poor internet. So they're the, they're the things. So how to prepare for um, running your travel, like running your business and traveling the world is to plan Think about communication with your clients and and your audience about how you're going to be away and how you're going to manage it. Discussing your business needs with um, might be both clients and your family. Knowing your time zones and having good internet as well as being prepared to have some sacrifice. And then, as I said, there's some downsides like holiday pay, super uh, being up to you, early mornings and nights, payment um, not being sort of reliable, and then fluctuating income and, um, again, internet. But for me, it's worthwhile. I have travelled to the most incredible locations around the world um, and I've earned income. I've literally worked in London, New York, Mumbai, Hawaii, Ibiza, um, you know, 
Cambodia, Vietnam. I had I could rattle off so many more. I've worked and I can I have if I've not worked, I've managed to I have sometimes now I tend to do take a bit more of a holiday. I don't work as much, but I will um, continue my business. And so even, uh, you know, a new chapter in my life is now traveling with my husband and my son. Uh, Jet lag with a little one is brutal. And so I had to really manage my expectations around what I could continue and what I could deliver while I'm traveling with them. But I can tell you I've made thousands of dollars whilst being overseas. I've sold retreats. I've sold courses. I've sold coaching calls. uh, I've sold photo shoots. Whilst I've been traveling, you know, getting an email at night after you've been trekking for a day in Cradle Mountain saying, hey, can I send you an invoice for the people who've booked onto the photo shoot is um, is truly incredible. Um, and I'm figuring out ways to do more of that. Uh, so less less me pushing, less me uh, being attached to the sale. And, uh, yeah, now it's my new fun hobby is like how can we increase my income each time that I travel and uh, it, it's happening. So I look forward to sharing that with you. And I hope this has been helpful for you and a little bit of an insight into it. There's definitely going to have to be an episode about how I run my business, travel the world with my son because he's done three international trips and I, again, cannot keep count of how many domestic trips he's done and he's been with me. So um, it is possible. Uh, you just have to choose uh, which price you're willing to pay. There might be money price, might be time price, might be energy price, but I can tell you for me, any travel is worth that price. So more, more, more of that. Uh, let me know your questions, comments, feedback, uh, connect with me. And um, I can't wait to share so much more of this with you. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.